0: shows up at christmas
1: i mean like i caught all the highlights i needed to like that bedard he had an absolute nasty tournament so many highlight real goals mason mctavish is just a player to look forward to scott's got a fucking hard on up in squamish right now for that mason mctavish kid
0: <laughs> can can confirm. <laughs> can, confirm.
2: can confirm can confirm scott is hard yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> you got to think I'm joking. Like, no, I'm like, I just spoke to him earlier today and we talked about Mason McTavish. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Come on, son. Got it. <laughs> it's episode 117 of Left Side Heavy the podcast. We got the boys here. We got me and Hayden. Welcome our boy Ian back on the podcast. Ian McNaughty. How are we doing, buddy?
0: We're doing, we're doing good. Um, Jevin, you'll appreciate this. So, my friend from Alberta, from Edmonton, uh, just pulled up today and uh they got some world juniors merch because they went to the world juniors, but they went to the world juniors in a winter before it got canceled. So oh. they got they got me this world juniors championship hat with the Russian flag right in the like the, the front uh panel here. <laughs> uh which is really a great look in uh in summer, fall 2022.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. That's totally what the times current. Yeah. Aggressive. <laughs> very. <laughs>
2: that is very aggressive. Jesus Christ.
1: Oh man. That's that's unbelievable. You can totally wear that at hockey events.
0: I can wear this out in public and people won't judge. No.
1: No, no shot. No. No chance. But how you doing? What have you been up to?
0: It's it's been a busy weekend. Uh I was in America this weekend. Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to, uh, some PLL, which was one of the most, I, I love the PLL people, really nice people. One of the most chaotic events I think I've ever gone to and covered personally, personally. Um, you know, we got, we got, we got a big weekend ahead. It's a little bit of a surprise, but we got a big weekend ahead. And then next week we have the SYP open the speak your piece open here in Squamish. Oh, fun. And, uh, and, um, you know, th- there's just a lot happening. You know when your life's just chaotic and you're just balancing things and it just seems never-ending?
1: All the time. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the mood. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. the vibe.
1: <laughs> that's the vibe. Non-stop. Nonstop. Is your building on fire?
0: No, um, I don't think so. Um, the, uh, the I think the people next door to me might have just burnt chicken. Okay. And mm. that's why it like, smells like a bit of a burning type smell and there's an alarm going off but uh i think we're good i think we're good i think we're good
1: yeah hey and before he got into the meeting ian's like um my fire alarm's going off and i smell smoke so i'm gonna go check on that and i'm like <laughs> yeah you do that <laughs>
2: yeah that might be a good idea yeah that's, that's,
0: uh, that's something i think that should be addressed before i do anything yeah it's like why is you, this alarm before you whoa, sit whoa. down
1: for about an hour.
0: Well, you know, I don't want, I hate to be that guy who ruins a podcast with a, you know, smoke alarm going in the background, right? Like I, I that, that seems some, that seems avoidable.
1: I'll be honest. I think it's cause you had your headphones in. I couldn't hear, uh, I couldn't hear the fire alarm that was going off. So mm. I think you might've been lucky,
0: but. Well, you know, sometimes I have the, uh, the, the gift of luck on me and, uh, you know, definitely not just the fact that I have good hearing. And yeah. I could hear like next door.
1: I mean, hey, when you got the good looks you got right now, you got all the oh. luck in the world.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, you Guys really, you really, dudes. You really dudes. You really treat me well on this podcast. I always joke about how I have a face for radio. <laughs> and like I think I I think I tweeted something this week weekend about how like nothing gets a cheap laugh more than when I tell somebody from Washington State that I'm born in Kirkland, so I'm a Costco kid. Nothing gets a <laughs> the the second thing that doesn't like that also gets me a good cheap laugh is when I'm like yeah I'm in media but I got a face for radio you know and a voice for journalism. <laughs> Boom!
1: You got to change your uh, Twitter profile pic to just like the egg, because you got to go you got to go along with the bit, you know.
0: I think if I I think I'm I'm workshopping this take but like if the Leafs win the cup I think Kyle Dubis will be my profile pic. I'll go back to the Kyle Dubis two phones oh, yeah. profile pic.
1: Yeah, you have to. You yeah. have to bring that back.
0: Shout out my looking like Kyle Dubas.
1: Yeah, shout <laughs> out. Shout out. But um out. Speaking of uh, World Juniors, Canada. They got the job done against Finland with an unreal McTavish save. Did you you guys see that shit? That I mean, like how could you not? But like oh, yeah? that was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen in international play, let alone mm-hmm. just the World Juniors. Like, that was unbelievable. Were you watching that game live, Ian?
0: I was not. I saw saw a replay after the game. I missed the entire game, unfortunately. But that was the most casual puck clearing I've ever seen in my entire life. Of just dudes just standing there swinging at it. Like, let's just get this out of here. Yeah. Put it in the corner.
1: So nonchalant. Yeah. It's like, I'm the captain of this team, and I'm just going to bat this out and save a goal. (laughs)
0: As if it is three-on-three overtime in a gold medal game. Like, yeah, yeah, not a big deal. We'll just get this out of here.
1: Treating it like he's tipping pucks in practice. (laughs) Exactly. Like, okay, bud. And then Ken Johnson, absolute filthy player, uh, wins it for uh, Canada in overtime. I'll be honest, I didn't catch much of this Royal Juniors. I think it was just because it was summertime and, like, we were golfing a lot. And it was during the workday. I just I like, couldn't. I just didn't catch as much of it, which kind of sucked. But I don't know if it was the same for any of you guys.
2: Oh, I mean, I'm... it was the same for me. Considering I was with you the whole time, too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it it was weird for like for us here, like in like Pacific time zone, where it's like, yeah, puck drop for Canada games is three p.m. It's like that's a that's an odd time zone. You would think you would want Canada games at like five Pacific eighty to yeah. real prime time, but. I mean, somebody thought that was a good idea. Yeah, I, I didn't watch a whole lot of it either. It's a weird time. It, it, it'll it be, you know, we'll all be watching it again, I'm sure, when it shows up at Christmas.
1: I mean, like, I caught all the highlights I needed to. Like, that Bedard, he had an absolute nasty tournament. So many highlight reel goals. Mason McTavish is just a player to look forward to. Scott's got a fucking hard-on up in Squamish right now for that Mason McTavish kid. <laughs>
0: Can can confirm. <laughs> can confirm. Can confirm Scott is hard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you gotta think I'm joking. Like, no, I am like, I just spoke to him earlier today and we talked about Mason McTavish. Like, I'm not even kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, Anaheim's looking good with that kid in their hands. Zegris, Drysdale, McTavish. They're looking good for the future.
0: Olin but... Zellweger. don't forget about Olin Zellweger, my friend.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't forget about him can't forget about him buddy but no that world juniors was fun um shout out to finland for always playing a good tournament and shout out to sweden for never making it to the semifinals or the finals after going undefeated in round robin and then choking in the playoff rounds nice
2: it's got to take skill to do that
0: no? yeah they're yeah. like
1: undefeated <laughs> in the past like six tournaments they're like I swear, like, 30-0 and 0 in round-robin play, and then when it gets to quarter semis, they just lose. Classic.
0: Death, ta- death taxes in Sweden not making the gold medal of the World Junior game the
1: World <laughs> yeah. Junior tournament. Exactly. Or death taxes in Sweden going undefeated in round-robin and losing in the quarterfinals. Too. That's more accurate. Yeah, exactly. To, like, Czechia. And
0: it's like, Czech- okay. Czechia or, like, you know. Finland. And it's just like you guys, you guys surely have enough skill to beat these teams, no? Or just a random loss like
1: Slovakia when they're good every six years, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's just like and what made this world juniors weird is that like every player was drafted. Or Or like or like majority of them, where usually you see a lot more players in the fish bowls or the cages because the draft hasn't happened yet. But since the draft has happened they go back and play, it's like, oh, yeah, a lot of these players are wearing visors now because they they were drafted like a month and a half ago. So it was kind of a weird sight to see when you see a lot of visors on on the ice as opposed to some cages and stuff. It's also
2: funny to see, like, yeah, these kids are drafted, but then it's like they're still playing junior. You know what I mean? kind of yeah. like that baseball vibe to it where there's a draft mid-season just cuz
1: <laughs> yeah I that always threw me off with baseball because like obviously it's the end of college so they need to be drafted prior to the start of the college season but it overlaps with the pro season so like mm-hmm. the draft is in the middle of the MLB season or like the quarter way the quarter mark and it's like this is just throwing me off <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, that's from like the is there a lottery in baseball or is it kind of like the nfl or it's just last I believe, place i believe it's the nfl
0: same thing where like if you finish with the worst record you have the first pick
1: okay and that's from like the season before yeah yeah
0: okay. no they don't decide on like that would be awesome during like, <laughs> mid-season the quarter like mark, ju- who's the like last june, place june 30th it's like well guys Looks like Kansas City is 25 and 45. Yes, you're going to be picking
2: first overall. That'd be so fucking funny. A team just tanks midway through their season and then starts to like try and pick it up just to get like a good pick. That'd the Yankees so are funny.
1: having the worst start in franchise history with this absolute prospect about to be drafted. Yeah. <laughs> the best yeah, prospect they- since Bryce Harper. Yeah. So oh, weird. Half. So weird that the Yankees are in last place right now. <laughs>
2: Two and a half what? months later, the Yankees have made the, like the wild card, or they're the world, like their third or some shit like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Spend, spending three hundred million dollars to tank for the first three months of the year, and then come on, boys, let's <laughs> get it together. We need, yeah. the we need that playoff revenue.
1: Judge <laughs> just rattles off sixty homers in like a week, and it's like, okay, <laughs> so this is what we're doing now. All oh, right. Fuck. That makes sense. But yeah, World Juniors, Canada, 19-time gold medal winners at the World Juniors. Not a big deal. Is um, that good? I, I think, that's all right. Is that good?
0: Canada's old enough to have a drink now is what I'm hearing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I mean, in some areas, U.S. They're old enough to vote in the U.S., but that's Canada. They're yet. old
2: enough to gamble in the U.S., Canada, they can't have a drink.
1: Just can't go to a pub. Not quite <laughs> yet.
0: You can do all these other adult things except have a drink. And you can act. buy a gun, too.
1: But you can't <laughs> have a beer. <laughs> make it make sense. <laughs> America! <laughs> fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a country. But um, staying in the world of hockey... Big name free agent, uh, top three on the free agent board, maybe top one in some people's books. Nazem Kadri finally makes his decision and signs with the team that he once said he wants a veto to trade to, the Calgary Flames. He uh, signs a seven by seven. Um, Ian, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on this deal?
0: Uh, well, I had this jersey out earlier for my Albert friend, so I'm not bitter. Um jeez. <laughs> <no, laughs> doesn't it um, – I, I think it's actually, like, a really good signing. Like, I think even seven by seven is, like, fair for what we've seen for Kadri. Um, but doesn't it kind of feel like – it kind of feels like he's settled a little bit. Like, I feel like he thought he was going to get nine or ten. And then he's like, "Yeah, it's not out there. It's not happening like I thought it would. Now I'm going to go get seven million a year and play for the Flames and have a chance to be a playoff, like be on a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think that's a decent, you know, that's a decent settle of just taking seven million a year and going to play second line minutes on the Flames. Yeah, I
1: mean, because at this point, every team is kind of." Made depth signings and their biggest splash already. So there isn't really much money to be thrown around besides Calgary, who put money aside for Kachuk and Johnny Hockey, just made the Huberto signing of 10 and a half. And they're just like, we've made this decision with Huberto. We're not rebuilding because we just signed a 29-year-old to an eight-year contract. So like I feel we just kind of have to push our chips in for the short term and then suffer in the long term. So I think that, like, all right, we got the money. We have a probably one of the best top three defense cores in the league. of Weger, Hannafin, uh, Anderson, Shillington. Like, they got a really deep defensive core. They got Markstrom, who was just nominated for the Vesna, right? And they're like, I guess we just got to – get our offense to as close to last year as it was. Because, I mean, like, it's hard to top that first line that they had last year. They had combined over, like, 300 points. Um, Not sure if that's good or not. But they're like, they're like, we just got to get close. And is a huge step up from backland at 2C. So I think in terms of down the middle, Calgary's much deeper. They might not be as good, but I just think they're still – they might have even improved because of getting Uyghur as well. So I think the Cadre signing is good for the next like three years, but it might hurt in like the fourth to seventh year. But I think overall it was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do well, you have any input?
2: Is... Uh I was just gonna say I completely agree with you. I was I was gonna say around like the fourth or fifth year, no cap. Uh <laughs> Apparently Calgary doesn't have a cap either, uh, <laughs> but no, like I think this could be really interesting. It's going to be really weird to see Nazem Kadri in a, uh, in a flames uni. I don't know why, just
0: kind of like,
2: uh, you don't expect him to be on, on the flames and yeah, no, he's going to be number two centerman, pretty deep lineup with Calgary now. And yeah, like Ian said, it's, it's kind of, Or like you both said, I guess, it's just kind of all in for Calgary.
1: Yeah. It's kind of – it's just I find it funny because when he was in Toronto, they were like, hey, would you be open to, like, going to Calgary? And he said no. And then he got traded to Colorado, and the next thing you know, he signed with Calgary. I just find that funny. I don't know if it was because there was a situation in Calgary that he didn't like at the time, and now that's gone or fizzled over or maybe didn't like the coach, and that's changed. So it's changed his mindset on Calgary. But I just find that funny how he vetoed a trade there. And the next thing you know, he's signing there like a couple years later.
0: And it works. I
2: agree with Ian, too, because it's like the settling part where it's like, yeah, maybe he was looking for a little bit more. But then Calgary was like, hey, we'll give you this. And it's like, well, that's two, three million dollars more than any other teams offering me. So I'll go there
0: yeah but but i was gonna say that's what it works like he literally like he did the right thing that was the right move to veto that trade he went to colorado he won a cup and then he got the bag in calgary like it's worked it's worked out well like at the time he wasn't gonna make seven million a year to be in calgary now he's gonna make seven million a year and go be in calgary like
1: yeah he boosted his points in one of the best teams we've seen in the last decade and then, yeah, like you said, he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to go get my payday. And, yeah, he was probably looking close to 9, between 9 and 10. But maybe the teams just weren't valuing him like that, and he just kind of waited to the next best option. So what Calgary did with the Goudreau and Kachuk situation, they're like, oh, he's probably like, oh, shit, they might have even just gotten a little bit better. They got Huberto, and... Now he's was like, hey, yeah, I'll just kind of go rip it up with them. So I think it was kind of an overall well-played situation. You may have lost out on a couple million bucks, but 7 mil is still like you got the stability and you got a very comfortable annual salary. So, I mean, you didn't really lose on a competitive team nonetheless. I
0: was going to say 7 million in Calgary. Like as a lifestyle, Calgary, I, I could think of worse places to live than Calgary.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, that's
0: true. And you know, you're making seven million dollars a year. You're playing for a team that probably should be in the playoffs next. Like, if they don't make the playoffs next year, oh, that's, it's a flop. That's I a th- flop, huge. absolutely. I,
1: I think they're a top three minimum in the Pacific.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, they should be up yeah. there with, I don't know, Edmonton or Vegas. Like, is that who else we think is going to be really good in the, in the Pacific? Yeah. L A. I mean,
1: like, L A. could be good. Vancouver could be good. Yeah, Um, I think the Pacific is going to take a 180 degree turn. They were like one of the worst divisions last year. They might be one of the better ones this year if every team kind of plays up to their potential. So it's going to be very fun to watch like divisional games within uh, like for Vancouver and stuff as a Canucks fan and like Seattle even like they made some moves to be a bit more competitive. San Jose and Anaheim are kind of still in the lower ends of a rebuild or retool, so they won't be as exciting. But the other teams, man, this is going to be a fucking one hell of a division to pay attention to.
0: And Calgary's Calvary, and going to be, like, tough to play against. Yeah, actually. 100%. Like you, you, like, you talk about it with the defense. Like, that decor, I think it's the best decor in hockey right now. And now all of a sudden, all right, you got a really skilled – like, I don't know what the Flames line are off the top of my head, but, like, you have Huberto uh, and – Huberto Winholm. On your first line, say, and throw whoever else on it, a whoever on like the top line. Yeah. And then you could throw that'd Kadri be an unreal
1: first line.
0: That's an unreal first line. And you throw Kadri in there, and Kadri's not fun to play against. You think people like going up against him? No.
1: Remember and- him on Toronto cross checking Debrusque in the face eight times and getting suspended? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's not, he's like, he's a kind of a cheaper version of Marshawn. He's a rat that can produce.
0: And then, and then you have like Michael Backlund on the third line, who that's probably where he's best suited is being on the 100%. third line. Yeah, he was and, not
1: a second-line player.
0: Not a second-line player. He gets to be on the third line. He gets to play a bit of more of a checking defensive role that he's more suited to play. And I think that all all in all, it all works well for the Flames. Like, this is a win-win-win, however you want to side it up, especially after losing Goudreau and Cattroth.
1: Yeah, it's weird that Calgary lost their two highest scoring players and got better in the offseason.
0: Yeah, it's not got, often
1: that you see that. You, like, they got
0: better as a team.
1: Yeah. Like, Mackenzie Weger is one of the best even-strength defensemen in the league. He's very... His plus-minus is always unreal. And I know you take plus-minus with a grain of salt, but it was still, like, at a level where, like, at this point, it's more than luck. Like he's it's doing le- something right to have it it's, this high.
0: It's a level you have to acknowledge.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like Hale mccarr he was plus forty eight, and it's like, yeah, yeah, plus minuses and everything, but when you're plus forty eight, you're doing something right on both ends, you know. And that's the same thing with Mackenzie weger Is that it was probably in like the twenties, near thirties, and it's like at that point, you're just a really good defenseman, and you're not just on a high-scoring team, right? Mm-hmm. And you get Like, he didn't get a ton of special teams because Ekblad would take over the first unit. So they wouldn't need Weger for the second unit. He wouldn't get a lot of points on the power play. He would get all of it, even strength. So Weger just made that defensive core even deeper. I don't think they're on the level of Colorado's quite yet. But I think they're top three in the league. Um, but, yeah, I think it's weird seeing Calgary lose Goudreau and Kachuk and just get better. It's like, that shouldn't happen, but I mean, yeah. Cause like they don't have the flashy defenseman. They have the stable. We're going to do our job at the defensive end first and then see what we can produce on offense.
0: They have the workhorses. That's yeah. what the, like they, those guys have the flames have the guys who will put in work, yeah. like who will grind and who will do the right things. Do, do the things that Daryl Sutter wants them to do so you you can't ask for much more than that when you're acquiring defensemen for like you're you're acquiring guys who do who will do the things that the coach wants you to do. It should go well. Yeah. I don't know if they're I don't know if they'll win the Pacific, but it should go well. It should at least lead to a playoff appearance.
1: yeah, and uh they also got addition by subtraction with Good Branson going to Columbus. That's true. I can't argue that. So it's like they basically replaced Gabranson with Uyghur
0: and, and got Hubert as well. And I don't think Nikita Zadoroff is back either.
1: I thought he – or did they trade him? I thought no, they I signed him. They, I think they resigned
0: signed him. Ah, that, that's awkward. Um, no. <laughs> the, did they, I, well, the, the running joke I had during the playoffs – oh, is he back? No, that's, that's too bad. Um, the running joke I had with – <laughs> Yeah, the running joke I had with him is that Zadorov is just, you know, Russian for Goudreau, um, which is obviously not true whatsoever. <laughs> Nowhere close. But um, are we sure? Have we fact checked that? Yeah. You know, just for the sake of entertainment, go to Google
1: Translate. It. I'll Google
0: Translate um,
1: Goudreau in Russian. Or.
0: So. Yeah, it's not. It's not the door off, guys. Um, So, yeah. That's that's Russian 101. That's Russian 101.
1: Welcome. Welcome to the first class of Russian 101. (laughs) (laughs) With Ian McNaughton as your instructor. Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I'm interested to see how the Pacific plays out because, I mean, Edmonton, there might be in the running for Kane. Uh, Patrick, that is. Um, They brought back Evander. They got... Just deeper all around. They got Campbell as well. And then (laughs) Vegas, everything kind of like they're just in shambles. They lost Leonard for the entire season with hip surgery. So, like, it'll be interesting to see if they trade for, like, a Varlamov or a Mackenzie Blackwood or something. Like, something around there. Or it's just, like, maybe trade for, like, a Vanacek. Like, I don't know what they could do i mean vanacek just went to new jersey right so yeah maybe like trade for Mackenzie blackwood or something like i don't know what vegas is gonna do calgary just did this la got fiala and they're just gonna get better canuck should have a bounce back season but what will happen with jt miller like who like this season is gonna be very interesting with all the player movement
0: can i just say as someone who loves chaos, wouldn't it be hilarious if they do? As they have like a, a Battle of Alberta rematch in the playoffs, and the Oilers win again. The Oilers, who I think you can make an argument either got worse or just stayed the same. I don't know that the Oilers really improved that much. I mean, Campbell depends on how you feel about Campbell. They
1: got a, They
0: got. They got. They got more got a, a stable in
1: that. They got more yeah, they stable got, in that.
0: But wouldn't it be funny if the Flames, who were all like pretty hyped on, we all really like, like, oh, these guys were winners. like They they made out well after the Goudreau and Kachuk loss, and then they just lose to the Oilers again in the playoffs. I think that would just be really (laughs) funny. I think that would be hilarious.
1: That would be unbelievable. Because it was Oilers in five,
0: right? They rallied off four straight wins. Yeah. I think David's scoring the game winner in the saddle, though. Oh, man, that was just
2: fucking testicle
0: kicking right there yeah that's i don't know what's worse
1: like losing as a canucks fan losing the cup final at home or like that for as a battle of alberta because we didn't our rival with boston wasn't as big until that playoff run but calgary alberta has always been something and seeing the best player in the world scoring series winner in yours in your arena that would just like ah Or cry after winning, after losing four straight, like, fuck. Yeah, that'd be lights out for me. Night, night. um Let's change sports, shall we? Deshaun we shall. Watson, suspension has been changed to 11 games along with a $5 million fine. What does this mean? Hayden, I'll go to you first. What, what does it mean? What are your thoughts?
2: What does it mean? It means it wasn't fucking enough. That's what it means. Exactly what it means. I saw, actually today, I saw one of the most disgusting posters ever. It was a father and uh, his son. He made his son hold up Free Watson while he held a sign that says, Fuck them hoes. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening in the world right now? Like, aside from football, because we all know Watson is a great player, but this is just like you're not a great human. You're a terrible human being, and of course, it's it's anything like the NFL to make his comeback game against the fucking Texans. Like, wow, can't wait to see the fucking views on this one, boys. Yeah, yeah real, real classy from uh the whole just or the the NFL as a as a product like congratulations you guys are like fucked
1: it's all about revenue and they thought they saw Browns versus Texans and been like maybe 11 games would be enough
2: like what the 11 games I've never seen an odd number of games for a suspension like three three maybe but like 11 yeah i just i don't i don't know
1: yeah because like we said earlier in past episodes like he's he was ruled not guilty and he still came out and apologized for what he did and like how he made everyone feel and it's like as an innocent person you never really like apologize for what you did when if If you're innocent innocent. you, you didn't do anything And he was saying for like all the trauma he's caused with like this whole trial and stuff. And it's like, well, if you're innocent, you shouldn't have been put in this situation. You shouldn't have been put in this position anyways. I know nothing has technically been proven yet, but by the way, you're kind of beating around the bush and you don't Mm -hmm. really have the morals to like be straight up and say like, yeah, he, he did say like he wouldn't do anything like that, but he's still like, I don't know, something just doesn't seem right with his apologies and everything. But Ian, I want to go to you because I want to hear your thoughts on it um, just with the whole suspension and how kind of everything played out.
0: Yeah, he should be suspended at least a year. Like, I yeah. hear the problem is that I think we think... Too often we think about this from a team perspective of, like, what's the actual football punishment here? And it's like, no, this guy did real-life crimes. Yeah, This guy yeah. did real-life trauma on people and correct me if i'm wrong but i believe the judge the third party judge who was overviewing all this sue robinson yes i believe she she used language like he had egregious and predatory behavior you don't just throw around egregious and predatory behavior like that's all those aren't terms you just use lightly though like those aren't like you know, you just sprinkle that in like that's serious business. That's serious talk when you say that stuff. Yeah. And that's concerning when you Mm -hmm. have somebody who is doing that sort of stuff, who is acting that sort of way, that's something you can't have in your facility, in your organization, and you can't prop up, you can't support. And the, the Cleveland Browns decided we love this guy because he's a winner and we like to win. Did you see, I think it was, I don't even know if it was the owner, like the GM, but did you see like that press
2: conference that they held and one of the journalists asked Deshaun about the cases and the GM or the owner stopped, mid, stopped him midway through and he's like, let's just remember that Deshaun here is a 26 year old, great American football quarterback. And I'm like, what the fuck? That, Kyle, didn't, that like, didn't
1: make you look any better. <laughs> no, and
2: good morning football's Kyle Brandt, I think it was. He he roasted the shit out of them, like on television <laughs> and on the NFL I, network. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, like if everyone has the same view, be- or if a lot of these people have the same views, I hope they can create. A bigger voice and make a bigger disruption because like you said ian we're forgetting the fact that this guy committed like like a crime like an actual crime he should be in jail
1: and like the initial suspension was only six games it's like yeah robinson yeah he had predatory behavior but we're only going to suspend him for less than half the season it's like yeah that makes sense yeah, freaking like if this was, if this was
0: any if this was any other person if this was any other person doing this sort of stuff this person would have been in jail already. Yeah, oh yeah. And, and but because it's a football player and because it's Deshaun Watson and he's one of the best, you know, we have to you know really stretch all of this out and really make you know it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, like
1: and. And there's a reason why Cleveland is only paying him one million dollars this year because they because anticipated they, they anticipated a full year suspension because of what he did if they See. were confident that he was innocent they would have averaged out his salary over the five years that he's being that he signed for they wouldn't mm-hmm. give him one million dollars and then average out two hundred and forty nine million dollars over four years
2: i uh I don't know where I heard this from, but someone was like, you know what they should do? The NFL should just, just spend him because apparently the contract is a year this year. So they should just suspend him next year. <laughs> that way he doesn't make his kind 40 of, some odd million dollars. And I was like, that would be fucking hilarious. Kind of like
1: the Alvin Kamara situation, obviously, like not the whole actual situation, but like, and the salary rise, but they they came out and said that there's a very good chance that he doesn't get disciplined this year. It's probably yeah. next year he's going to get suspended. Do the same thing well, with Watson. Be like,
2: now, now a thing is coming out literally just like an hour ago. The person who represented the defendants for Deshaun Watson is now representing the defendant in the Alvin Kamara case as well. And he says that there should be immediate action. And I'm like, bro, you still got a whole fucking immediate action to take care of here.
1: Yeah. I'm really confused and kind of disappointed in the entire NFL because like I was really when they appealed the six games, I was like, all right, maybe like they're turning the good page in their book and like they're actually going to look at themselves in the mirror and be like, no, they need to there needs to be more discipline. Like everyone was expecting a year when that appeal happened. Mm -hmm. But I when I saw 11 games, I was like, come on. And
2: only five million dollars.
1: Yeah, that's a drop in the bucket for a guy who just signed for 250 mil guaranteed.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not like he signed for like 250 mil and only like 120 of it's guaranteed, which is still still he has, 100, he has 115 left. Like no, I I just think this was still handled poorly, and they had a they missed two wide open layups with both chances of suspending them. Yeah. And they still didn't get to what he should have gotten. He should have gotten a year minimum. Or he should have just been minimum. suspended indefinitely until something was or
2: until you know these cases have just like yeah. they actually like all close.
1: Yeah, suspended indefinitely. He's suspended until there's new updates in the investigation and until the NFL makes a firm decision on what from their decision made until whatever just. um expiration date on a suspension i think it was just handled poorly but i mean look forward to week 12 i guess or week 13 or something like that i don't know what week they're playing but
2: week 12
1: Did they not have a bye week week 12 i'm pretty sure they have a bye week after Uh, week 11 i thought i'll check
2: right now but i thought it was just the consensus uh week so i'll do week 12 nfl games but keep going
1: but Ian, you want to chime in?
0: I look forward to the Browns missing the playoffs and playing like ass this year because that team deserves it. That team deserves all the yeah. bad karma that it has going their way.
1: Yeah, like that, I
0: was—that was... I was gonna say—that team had so much good mojo. Hayden and I were talking about this, like when they had you know Baker Mayfield and they went to the playoffs, and like you know things were starting to at least feel a little bit different compared to how the Browns have always been historically. And then they just threw it all the way; they just crumpled it up kobe it into the trash can you know like they just like got rid of it and, and not, they yeah. didn't want it anymore
1: just when everyone was on your side you went and did this like yeah. everyone was on the browns bandwagon like when they got obj and baker was going into year two after throwing 29 touchdowns it's like yo we want you guys to do so well and then you just traded your entire draft capital for a guy with 60 sexual assault allegations to his name and it's like come on you were so close to like getting back into relevancy and then you just you're down deeper than you were before go back to deshaun kaiser and then maybe restart from there because like <laughs> you got the wrong deshaun under Santa right now you know what i'm saying and it's like when they had Deshaun Kaiser, it was like the start as bad as he was. It was a start to like the, the winning seasons they had with Baker, because I'm pretty sure Baker came in like a year later and won them their first game. But, man, it's just it's. I have no. um, What's the word? Sympathy for any failure that they have in the near future. Because it's like you guys just you, – you fucked up and you fucked it. Because that roster so talented too. Yeah. But it's like – really, really, co-
0: really good coaching staff. Really yeah. good coaching staff. Really talented roster from top to bottom.
1: And then you just did this. Like Deshaun Watson is the top seven quarterback in the league. But that doesn't change the fact that you signed the type of person he is.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? No, it's 100%. like uh, some – some things are bigger than the sport and that right now is much bigger and it's probably a really bad one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Hayden, do they play week 12?
2: Uh, no, they actually do play week 13. So, okay. I had a,
1: (laughs) I I had a feeling that I saw that it was a, it was a bye week So I'm pretty sure like, Oh, that's a 12th
2: game, but in week 13. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like he'll be back for the bye week to practice, get ready. This league is uh, set it up for that,
2: yeah. And that's that. I don't. I think there's just an added little mixture and a slap in the fucking mouth when it's not like, like if it was suspended ten games, ten games. You know, it's like okay, who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the. Uh, I think the week before. Or I, don't, I don't know who they're playing for their 10th game, but Jacksonville. of course, of course, they're fucking playing the team that he was traded from. Yeah. That's
1: you what know? I'm saying. Is like Goodell probably saw six games. It's like, no, we need him. his first game back to be against Houston, make it before the bye week, and then we'll just add a fine but on top Goodell of the game. Was,
2: Goodell was the one that uh, wanted to make it 16 games so I don't, I don't know. I don't like, obviously there's really no one that you can trust other than yourself in this world. But like, I saw many reports saying that Goodell wanted it 16 games. So whoever it is that made this to where it is now, man, I I don't even think the devil could do something this devious. Yeah. And this sly.
1: Yeah. It's uh it was a very unfortunate notification that I saw when I only saw 11 games, but whatever. Um, I just hope he doesn't light the league on fire when he gets back. I just hope he just gets picked off and like just shits the bed. And then the Browns realize what they did, but um, we'll kind of uh, shift over to a little bit of a lighter note because someone has left their masked singer. uh shootings and has rejoined the tampa bay buccaneers at practice tom brady is back (laughs) i had to write this note down specifically for the rumors themselves the masked singer is he a contestant in the is nick cannon going to be lifting up his mask in front of the judges in this next season for the Masked singer (laughs) What are your boys' thoughts on the the entire rumors of, like, is it him and Giselle? Is it, is like someone, like, is someone in his family sick? Is he in the Masked Singer? It's like, bro, where did you get, like, what?
2: (laughs) Apparently, it's just family commitments that he made. He had, like, a vacation planned or something like that. But it was weird seeing reports of the Tampa Bay saying that he looked visibly distressed. Up until his absence, like there was something on his mind, either that or he just wasn't playing well enough. But it's like
1: he was deciding what song to audition with.
2: Fuck yeah, he couldn't decide between <laughs> uh, any Katy Perry song or Taylor Swift, huh? Um, yeah, but I I don't know what music he listens to. I just yeah, it was it's it's weird that someone actually looked into this. And it's even weirder that it kind of like chronologically, like, makes sense, made
0: sense it to a point. So, somebody had way too much time on their hands.
1: Yes, yeah, like, way too much, much time. How like, do you somebody... go out? Yeah, like, how do you think of that? Yeah.
0: I hope, do we, I don't watch The Masked Singer. Like, I don't watch it. I have no idea. I don't either. But, but I kind of want it to be true because I want, like, this one person to be like, Holy shit, this theory that I just made up is actually, actually come true. It actually happened. But he's
2: like, they found out real quick cancel it, cancel it. I don't yeah. care. I'll pay the deposit.
1: I'm going back to practice, <laughs> yeah. I'm going back to training camp. Okay, no, that's I just had to bring that up because that rumor was unbelievable. The masked singer, lol. Uh, Baker. It's named starter for Carolina. Does this change anything? I just hope he has an outstanding week one.
2: I hope he puts it to the fucking Browns week one. Like, if it's 40 to nothing, run up that fucking score, man. Yeah. Run it up.
1: Keep throwing bombs downfield. Oh, yeah. Like I want no mercy shown. And I don't think Baker is the type to show mercy. No, because, not, like,
2: not with his bloodline from being like a sooner,
1: yeah. I just, I, yeah, I just hope he does extremely well. I kind of had like a 90% feeling that 95% feeling he'd be the starter because you don't like trade for a guy and then don't start him the following season, especially with the storyline of their first game being against his former team. Mm-hmm. It's just only right, even if you start him for week one and then you go to Darnold for the rest of the season, I'm fine with. But if I swear to God, if I saw Darnold under center against Cleveland, I would have been so upset. It's
2: like, come on, guys. This is, a, this is the best PR move that you could ever make. Just yeah, it.
1: If you want ratings and actually people yes. to tune into your dumb team, like your ugly team, Carolina, yes, I'm talking about you, then you start Baker week one and then people will watch.
0: Oh, yeah. Do we all have beef with Carolina?
1: No, I just don't think they're going to do good this year, but that's about it.
0: I mean, well, I was going to say, like, before the Baker news, like, I had paid no thought to Carolina this offseason. Where it's just like, yeah, cool. They got Baker. They're still paying for
2: Teddy Bridgewater, who has moved to two different teams. So that's cool.
0: <laughs> Is Sam Darnold the best backup in the NFL right now?
2: No. Andy Dalton, baby. Brian Hoyer. Oh, no. <laughs> I would Do honestly, I, though, I, I would can, take can, Andy Dalton over so
0: many like backup quarterbacks. I would could too. I, can I nominate Drew Locke and Geno Smith as two backups? Backup? <laughs> Damn, you got one A and one B as your backup, eh?
1: <laughs> I'd say maybe one of the the three backups in Pittsburgh. You kind of got one <laughs> up there. <laughs> Oh god, Trubisky, Rudolph, and Pickett, three backups.
2: Fuck sakes.
1: I want to see Trubisky light it up this year. I just want to I want to see him do well. I don't think he'll do half bad, but like I don't think he's gonna be like top like maybe like 20 to 32 if he starts. But I want to see him light it up. That's a good question, though. Who is the best backup in the league?
2: God damn. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think this is the question everyone wants to know.
0: Uh, I feel there's... like, you, you, know, you know what's really funny? You guys will appreciate this. So yesterday, Sunday, uh, I was talking with my dad, who was watching the giants Bengals preseason game, and he was telling me how much he really liked Davis Webb. Like, he's got <laughs> Davis Webb stock. Oh, my God. <laughs> And There's I'm like a long-term <laughs>
2: investment there that might, that's not even like a trust fund.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, this is second team Giants offense again, second team Bengals defense. Let's 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 tone it down a little bit. Like, nah, I I, I can even see the Davis Webb. Like, Dude, why are guys, dads why are dads so cringe, man? Guys,
1: guys, guys, Josh Rosen. How could we Seven forget for about twenty him?
2: out of, 88, eight. out of yeah. eighty-eight yards. Oh my god!
0: Can we? How would Tyler Huntley?
1: That's what I was thinking, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, Tyler
0: Huntley. Yeah,
1: I think he might be the best.
0: I think that's what, what our next draft will be is just like ranking the best. Yeah, yeah Hayden. We'll Not, play. Yeah, we'll
1: play the two QB league, but we can only draft second string and third string quarterbacks.
2: Fuck off, man! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's literal. The literal point of the second QB yeah oh my
2: god oh that's
1: actually not bad you have to draft that uh team's there backup has to
2: be one backup yeah any
1: quarterback you draft you have to like so if you draft uh jabu winston james winston you have to draft andy dalton as well i'm
2: um, okay that's if you
1: draft just
0: right if there. you draft justin fields you have to take nathan peterman <laughs>
1: <laughs> but interceptions are positive points he's gonna be your qb1 baby Dude. <laughs>
2: Fields gets injured like week three, Nathan Peterman comes in, you're winning the league. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That'd be unbelievable. Um fantasy,
2: but it's the worse you do, the better you are. <laughs>
1: it's like golf. It's like golf tournaments. Yeah. The lowest score wins. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys see what happened to Kayvon Thibodeau against the Bengals?
2: Dude, that was fucking that was sick And Whoever
1: did that should be put in jail with Deshaun Watson. That was a, a terrible block.
2: Like, he saw him look... Like, him, or 81, and Thibodeau looked at each other, and then he went right for his leg. Yeah. Like, Thibodeau like, leaned in, and he, like...
1: Yeah. N- nosedived, and point of contact was at his knee. And he's yeah. going down. Like, Absolutely bro.
2: Absolutely fucking disgusting. Yeah. right
1: there. He got a sprained MCL, so... You might only be out like maybe like four weeks, maybe I don't know how long a sprained MCL is, but I ligaments think, aren't I think necessarily four
2: like, to five is a uh, is a good is the timetable, yeah. Yeah,
1: so like ligaments aren't especially knee injuries, isn't something you want to play around with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, back to Ari. Aaron Rodgers got his boy back. He's off the pup list Um from knee injury. Uh, Matt Corral suffered a severe broken foot.
2: Liz, uh, Frank.
1: Liz Frank injury, and his rookie season is potentially over. Probably over. Is over. Yeah. yeah, it said potentially ending his rookie season, but I think it's like done. Yeah, but um,
0: oh. RIP, RIP, Golden Corral. Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: I mean, I would say he's third string, but I mean Baker and Darnold are in <laughs> his way, so. And maybe P.J. Walker is he still on the Panthers? He's yeah. a little guy. He will be now. What an unbelievable QB room: Baker, Darnold, P.J. Walker, and Matt Corral.
0: That's the second draft we have to do. Is best QB <laughs> rooms in the NFL? Like you have to. Like I think the Saints have to be up there. You got to think the Saints QB room has to be... Uh, no, know, pretty... man,
2: not with Ian Book. That guy's stock just tears it down.
0: Yeah, it but takes Taysom it. Hi- But Taysom Hill's stock brings it up, you see.
2: Yeah, uh, but also his tight end, Taysom Hill now.
0: Patriots. will we'll
2: come in for a quarterback draw.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a wildcat
2: formation. It literally is. Imagine your tight end taking a snap, boys. Woo!
1: Who's the Seahawks' third string?
0: quarterback or tight end <laughs> <laughs> quarterback uh my boy jacob eason i went to school with his sister jacob eason yeah. oh from he was like from Lake lake stevens washington former georgia bulldog former u-dub husky my mom bought jewelry off his mom so jacob and i are tight let's go damn
2: get him on the get him on the party.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, I I I could I could tell you, I don't know if his parents still live there, but I could tell you where he grew up. Like I could show you the house.
2: That's it. Ian knows exactly where the house, Sweet. where Jacob Eason lives. Let's go sock him, ask him for Seahawks tickets.
0: Weird flex, <laughs> but okay.
1: Weird flex, yeah. but okay. He was just on the Bronx he was drafted by the uh, Colts, right? Yes. Yeah, and then he just signed as a free agent. Did he get released? Did he get traded?
0: Definitely, I think he he just got released and signed by the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, because my boy Sam Ellinger is the third string on the Colts, second, second. Yeah, oh no, he was just doing horns up. I think he's still
2: second, though. Like, it's Matt Ryan and who?
0: Uh, it's Matt Ryan and who cares because that's all what any if Matt Ryan is not quarterback for the Colts. I mean, Sam
2: Ellinger is having a one hell of a preseason, I must say.
0: That was I, Davis Webb, according to my father.
1: That didn't, that should
0: be a star. <laughs> <laughs> no, but
1: I I think Sam Ellinger isn't anything more than a backup and maybe like maybe like a Tyler Huntley type, he might be. Like he could maybe fill in and manage a game to potentially a win. But I love the way Ellinger plays. He just puts his shoulder down and runs through everyone and then oh, puts yeah. the puts the horns up. And I just fucking love it. He has the turf in the face mask. I just love it. I love it. I wanted the Patriots to draft him if we didn't take Mac Jones. But he
0: definitely feels like a Patriots type guy, too.
1: I just hard nose. He's gonna he'd be like the Taysom Hill of New England. Throw him on special teams as a gunner and just fucking run through people. I'd love it. But that's all I really got for notes. But I got some fun player props, and I want to see your guys' guesses and if it's going over or under that. All right. Yeah, I got four right. here. And this is via DraftKings, so I don't know if you guys have paid attention to it. But don't cheat and be a bunch of cheaters. But, um, right now, as my screen comes
2: up, yeah.
1: Um, Davis Mills passing yards, what do we think the over under is at?
2: 3,350 yards.
1: I was gonna say 3,000, 3,600.5. And I'm assuming ah, it was
2: 300 off.
1: I'm assuming you're taking the under off by your guesses but are you going over or under
0: no, i'm taking the under i'm taking the under who's his yeah. wide receivers brandon
1: cooks brandon cooks probably the most like forget the best forgettable wide receiver in the league
0: Fact. i think the problem with brandon cooks is that the best moment of his career like the most i should say best moment that's the wrong way of putting it the most memorable moment of his career when he got absolutely decked in the super bowl Slow against the most, do, you, do
2: yeah. you remember that hit
0: Oh, uh, um, yeah. Was it against the Patriots? Malcolm,
2: Malcolm Jenkins fucked yeah, up. Yeah, Malcolm uh, Jenkins
0: absolutely crushed Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Coates, like Cooks yeah. was not looking, and oh. Malcolm Jenkins just sent him into like the ether. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was thinking of
1: uh, Devin McCourty against Cooks in the Super Bowl. Against L.A. when the ball was oh, floating no. to the end yeah, zone. Yeah,
2: he has bad times in the Super and then, Bowl, man. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then Cooks didn't attack the ball. He just waited. McCoy just fucking pushed him into the field goal stanchion or something like that. <laughs> Pretty close to it, at least. It's like, yo, this guy, man, just can't catch a break. But uh, are we going under 3,600 and a half?
0: Yes, yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to guess around like 3,300, kind of like what Hayden said. Uh, Khalil Mack sacks
2: Eight and a half.
0: I'm going to price this right this and say nine. 10.25. Oh, okay.
2: I was like, how the fuck do you get a two oh, up half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think they're kind of playing it with maybe he doesn't get wow. doubled as much with Joey Bosa on the line as well.
2: That's tough, though. So because... he might be
1: freed up. It's hard to rely on that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Point, I'm, a, I'm going to play a conservative and say the under.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. 10, but, I think ten and a half is a lot for his and age I like and the stuff. I
0: like the Chargers. Like I think the Chargers are gonna be really good this year. No, especially the defensive line.
1: But. They have everything to be a S- Super Bowl winning team. It's
0: just, it's just so Brandon Chargers. Staley.
1: It's just yeah. something is gonna go wrong that they only win like nine
0: games. And it's like, come on. If, the, if 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 Khalil Mack is getting over ten and a half sacks, they're winning. Not winning. No, at least be at the first seat. Like, they'll be top seed in the AFC. Like, that, That I think, like, best case scenario is yeah. over 10 and a half sacks for Cleo Mack.
1: Yeah. Agreed. All right. This one is a little interesting. The Buffalo Bills' longest win streak.
2: Oh. Can I look their at their schedule real
1: quick? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, that that could be the telltale sign right there. I saw this
1: as an interesting prop on DraftKings. I'm like, this is a little funky here.
2: Yeah, I like that one actually. That one's pretty funny. Hmm. Okay. Let's see this. After absolutely killing the Broncos,
0: Jesus Christ. I I I I don't know why, but like, like just instinctively, I just have like five games as like. What the five and a half is what the prop would be at five and a half games win streak
2: i'm I'm gonna say the longest one will be six and a half
1: It's five and a half
2: oh I would go I would go
1: over I My guess it would be too. over as well. um I think they could be like eight and oh at one point, maybe, or like lose the first game and then go like eight be eight and one at one point I think. I think their best opportunity
2: with looking at their schedule right now, like, if they beat the Ravens, they could beat the Steelers. The toughest one would be the Chiefs. The Packers, I think they could beat the Packers. They could beat the Jets, the Vikings, the Browns, Lions, and Patriots, and Jets. And then, yeah, honestly, they The last half of the season, I would take the over on this.
0: (laughs) They well, they're they're also in like I'd say a good but not great division. Like they should beat all of those teams. Like they should go six and zero in their division, probably. Yeah, 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 maybe
2: maybe five and one split it with the Patriots.
0: Yeah, like that, like that, that anything less like four and two would kind of be disappointing in that division. Yeah, wait till
1: they play in Gillette in like fucking November. And it's just snowing. It's literally November
2: and December. So
1: playing, running the ball down their throat. Yo, that game that they won against Buffalo when they ran the ball, I was really hoping Mac Jones didn't throw at all. That was, I think he he threw it three times,
0: three times. I think I had Mac Jones in one, in one of my leagues last year. And I had to like, I was forced to start him for that game. And if that wasn't a summary for my fantasy football season <laughs> last year, I don't know what was.
1: <laughs> You're probably like, throw it. Please just be play action. No, nope,
0: anything, man, anything, <laughs> any, any point. call a bootleg, call a bootleg, <laughs> let him run.
2: Just do anything, please.
1: All right. Last one. Jacksonville Jaguars division wins.
0: Three and a half. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, three and a half. I'll say four and a half to be different. Two and a half. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say yeah. maybe two and a half. Yeah. Fuck. God damn. It's you know what?
0: Can I? Accident. I'll take the. I'll take the over on that.
1: Yeah, because we're the. yeah Tennessee is gonna be ass this year. I think I don't like Tennessee. I would not this be year. surprised
0: if they. But no, but I Derek actually.
1: Yeah, I know, but like at least they had weapons to throw to, but they don't got shit. They got Traylon Burks, who has his fatigue isn't that well. Apparently he's playing good, though, but they lost Julio. Robin they lost, Woods, though. Yeah, I know. Coming
0: off an ACL, though.
2: Apparently he's killing it in camp. I don't know.
0: I would rather have Trevor Lawrence and Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback. Just saying.
1: I. Oh. I would agree just because Lawrence can run as well. I mean Tannehill can run as well.
2: Tannehill can run. T-
0: can like... T- guys, Tannehill can't make the throws that Lawrence can.
1: I like Lawrence's Lawrence
0: can make Lawrence side. can't
2: make the throws that Lawrence can. He got yeah, he so get, many fucking times last year, man.
0: Okay, but that listen, I'm not saying the Jags are gonna be world beaters <laughs> this year, but there's no Urban Meyer. And the team is <laughs> like there's no Urban Meyer. There's no Dar- you know Daryl Bevel, former Seahawks coordinator. The team might win, like, four or five games next year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow sneak three of them into a division.
2: The only one I could see them beating twice is Houston. Like, they're going to need to beat Houston twice
0: to win.
1: Which I think they could, and I think they can cap one off Tennessee. It's three. Oh,
0: I could even see them beating – listen – they beat Indianapolis last year.
1: Yo, that do you is know what? true? Do you know what Tennessee's win total is at?
0: Eight and a half, ten.
1: Nine and a half. I'm taking that under.
2: Uh whew, it's just hard with Derrick Henry, man. Like he can single-handedly win you a game. Yeah, I know, also- but he's
1: has been at like 400 touches the past three years. Like at some point, he has to fucking at least be worse.
2: He yeah, but <laughs> until it happens. I don't know. I think I got to stick with – I think I got to stick with the king.
0: Also, I think Rabel like, like outcoached – like, he coaches more than the some of his parts. Like, somehow, like, he finds a way. Tennessee was the first seed last year in the AFC. Somehow, somehow, some, yeah. so Like, I, I don't know if Tennessee's that good again, but I do think they, they could be a wild card team, and they could,
1: you know, still be competitive. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year.
0: What take?
1: I think the Colts are winning that division, and I think the AFC is too stacked for Tennessee to sneak into a wild card.
2: That I agree with. If they don't, if they don't come first, they ain't making playoffs.
1: Who would you take, New England or Tennessee?
0: Uh, New Sky England, or. New England. I like their Ooh. coaching quarterback more.
2: Man, that so, is.
0: It's not a bad one, Aiden. Not a bad one.
2: Dude, that is so fucking tough. <laughs> I know Ian just answered so quickly, but it's like the Bills have a threshold on the AFC East. Like I don't I don't want to say it as much as it pains me, but it's like Josh Allen easily top two quarterback, and I don't think he's number two. Oh my god. I think honestly, I still think I go with Tennessee. I don't know if Matty Ice has it in him anymore.
1: Who'd you take, Tannehill or Matty Ice, Ian? Between
0: them, I would go Tannehill. I think I go Matt Ryan.
2: You just really hate Tannehill, don't you?
0: Guys, he's like a like top, like maybe a top twenty quarterback. I think Tannehill's top twenty for sure. I think Tannehill's maybe? top. I think he's... Did we not watch him in the game against Cincinnati last year?
1: Okay, but we've seen.
2: Okay, what about Aaron Rodgers versus San Fran? He didn't look like a top two,
0: top five quarterback. Is Aaron Rodgers a top five quarterback? I mean, easily
2: a top five quarterback. It's just,
0: I don't know. I think,
2: I think really missing a week plays into some teams who like, I know green Bay's been there, but like green Bay has a reputation. Tannehill doesn't, you know, Tennessee doesn't have a reputation. Tennessee ran, literally ran Derrick Henry to the AFC championship and then
0: lost, you know. So ten, like, well, no, ten, well Tennessee is like San Francisco with worse coaching. Like basically, like they just run the ball. They don't trust their. Maybe now San Francisco will trust their quarterback this year because they actually have one who. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be as turnover friendly as I mean, Jimmy I
1: was I just like San Francisco's team overall better than Tennessee.
0: I like. It's the same scheme. It's the same idea of just like, hey, we're gonna run the ball thirty times. We'll only use our quarterback when we really have to. Except their running
2: backs are split between like two and three people. Where Tennessee's is just, yeah, yeah where's Kendrick. where's Derek?
1: <laughs> and I just like like San Francisco had Debo. They had Debo, Iu Kittle. Like they had more weapons to spread the ball to.
2: That's definitely true. Yeah,
1: and their defense was better than Tennessee's. Maybe not by a ton, but I still think they were better. But So I find it more understandable Rodgers losing to San Francisco in the playoffs than Tannehill losing to Cincinnati.
2: Cincinnati did go to the Super Bowl, though. Yeah, I know. didn't.
1: But I think overall team, I think 49ers were – I think it was more understandable to lose to San Francisco with their a good playoff history, than Tennessee number one in the AFC losing to Cincinnati. That's fair, but
0: also in hindsight, I I, mean, I, I, I want to also say this: I think we've like we've seen the peak. we've seen we've seen the high of the Tana hill resurgence. Like I think we've seen the peak of the Tannehill resurgence. I think he like
1: yeah
0: i don't i don't, I just and again kind of like you alluded to jevin what are the weapons i don't know what his weapons are
1: and wood so you got a kid with asthma and a guy coming off an acl injury so
0: yeah that's not great
1: and hey austin hooper
0: yeah that's not great <laughs> um like I, I i just like i that. To go back to what we were – circle back to all what we were talking about at the beginning, I do think the Jags can get three division wins because I think their division – I do too. You you can sneak in three division wins, and that's it.
1: I think they go over two and a half as well. Yeah. That's where we'll wrap it up, boys. Ian, where can the people follow
0: you? Uh, you can uh, check us out, uh, the Speak Your Peace podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where I post the full videos of our podcast. Uh, you could check out my, well, our website at uh, www.speakyourpeace.com. Why do I need to do www? I've had too much to drink. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I'll have some articles this week because uh, it's, a, again, a bit of a surprise, but a big week ahead. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know, check us out where basically where you listen to the podcast. You can find us on the Internet. You can find us on YouTube. You can find our work anywhere.
2: Awesome. Hey, you can follow me at Hayden underscore Barton on Instagram and Twitter. And, and that's where I am.
1: Uh You can follow the show at left side heavy underscore on all social platforms. Head to the YouTube left side. Heavy to watch full videos. uh, Rate and review anywhere you get your podcast helps grow the show. Ian, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on as always for a nice house clean episode. Next week, we start the NFL preview with boom. uh, I believe we're starting off with the AFC preview first. I can't remember exactly AFC, but and we're starting off with one of the conferences. Um <laughs> next week with recurring guest, um Scott Ani's Jack. Scott Ani. Um it'll be a great episode. Look forward to that. Uh thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.
0: Peace.